Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW. Now, there is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, have you recently thought about why you are choosing to lose weight? This week, it's just Candace and me and we break down some reasons why or why not and discuss keeping our why close by. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hi there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. And I'm Candace. And we are missing Ricky this week. She's a little under the weather, but we know that she will be back with us hopefully next week. I say we know. I don't know, but I sure am hoping it. <laughs> One of these days, I said, we, we, we have these spurts where it's the three of us and then we kind of go back and forth. But I, we're going to get back to being the three of us more consistently because I miss you guys all together. But I know. I miss, I miss the three of us together. Yeah. We're just wishing Ricky a speedy recovery. She yes. sounded a little, she sounded a little, little not feeling very, very well. And I know that there's bugs going around and school has started and she's a teacher. So, right. She's care. She's God bless her. She's already though. I mean, she rarely gets sick. She has got the immune system of, I don't know what. <laughs> yes. I bow down to her because she, she avoided, I think COVID when both of us got it. And right. She's around all the kids. So. Right. She is around so many more people than we are. I don't know how she's done it. So. Yeah. Ricky, if it, if it got you, it's got you, girl. We know it. <laughs> and we're keeping you in prayer. Take all the vitamin C you get. So. And we staying away from you because no, we know you got anywhere. it. No, we ain't getting it. We'll drop stuff off on your doorstep. And we'll ring the doorbell with a stick. <laughs> That's how we do it. So, but how are you, Erin? How have you been? I was going to ask you the same question. You've got what? Two more chemo rounds to two go? More, two more. After um, this Friday, next week, I ring the bell. Like it seems a bit um, surreal. You know, it, it felt so far away when I was in April and getting diagnosed and heard 16 rounds of chemo and was like, how's that going to happen? What's that going to look like? And yeah. here we are. So. 
And honestly, like being almost the healthiest version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, I, I, I really still have been struggling sometimes with the physical things more so the steroids and the puffiness of like faces, but I've really continued. I've been, you know, sharing on our Facebook page and in different things. I really kept up with my walking and my exercise. So I'm so proud of the fact that my body continues to be strong when I'm putting things in it to kill cancer that also can kill really healthy cells and for me to be doing so well. So mm-hmm. I'm just really, really grateful because I didn't know, you don't know what you're going to feel like or look like. The unknown is very scary yeah. and it's been the unknown. And each week I just have been taking it a step at a time. So, yeah. you know, I think um, Candace, but kind of like one of the things that it's shown me and that I've learned from it is that, well, we know that everybody can have a different experience. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody has a different cancer experience, mm-hmm. but the, the dedication that you've shown to, Hey, this is something that's the most important thing that's happening in my world. Yeah. And yeah. it's, the most important thing in my health and I am going to feed myself well and I'm going to exercise. I'm going to move like you have, in my opinion, like you've done everything quote unquote, right. Like everything that we've dreamed that we could be not on cancer, you have done on cancer, right. Where it doesn't make sense that you would do all of that. And you have, and you've had what sounds like a really healthy cancer experience, if you can even say that, you know? Yeah. It seems like it, that shouldn't go together, but it kind of has been, but I've also still had to show myself grace because I've had to really be careful with the perfection that can kind of sneak in because, you know, some days I do still have things that may not be, I don't even know if cancer approved is a thing, you know, not FDA approved. Is it cancer approved? Like for people who have cancer, are you allowed to eat this? And being able to say, look, this is Prayerfully, I have a very long life ahead of me. And so I still want to have that balance. Um, and sometimes I, I, I still indulge and that's okay. And not letting that give into guilt. But it's been more often than not, I've been making the choices that make me feel really proud. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah. That's awesome. But what about like you? I know that you, you know, we've been talking a few weeks about some of the stressing stressors and things that have been going on. Have you been able to kind of get back to any of your routines? Are you feeling any better? Yeah, I, um, it's still been really rough. It's still been really rough for me. Um, and so I have been focusing on water and I have just been focusing on, um, making sure that I have at least one meal that is fully prepped that I have to eat and then kind of figure out the other pieces. Um, I'm so glad that apples are back in season because I could literally eat apples all day long. Um, but I've been enjoying them with Aldi has a snickerdoodle dessert hummus that is ridiculous. And I, I know there are people who are going to go like a dessert hummus. That sounds terrible. Y'all, you would never know there are beans up in this thing. It's so good. Well, you know, you've changed my mind. That actually, I think we talked about this a few years ago. I found chocolate hummus. So I actually right. know and agree. And that's a big thing, guys, because I'm the one who doesn't really like a lot of stuff. But dessert hummus is quite delightful. It so. is quite delightful. If you have an Aldi near you or Aldi, however you want to say it, I think Aldi is the proper, but it doesn't sound right saying it. <laughs> uh, they've got the snickerdoodle, they have a pumpkin pie, and they have a salted caramel. And all three of them 
are out of this world delicious. So for your personal points, how many points are they? Uh, three. Three okay. for two tablespoons, which is not bad. An apple. What do you eat it with? An apple. apples. Just, yep. just different fruits. Okay. I just I just dig in with an apple. Yep. Okay. And it okay. makes me so happy. Have you seen like the trend that's been going around with the butter boards? On yeah, kinda, yeah. But but tell me more about it because I've I've kind of seen it and I wasn't really paying a lot of it's attention. The worst trend in the <laughs> world because I don't. Mm, it is literally somebody takes a st- stick or two sticks of butter and on a board like a chopping board, cutting board, whatever wooden board, they take the butter and they press it out on the board and swirl it very artfully, mm-hmm. and then they sprinkle like salt on top and then a drizzle of something. And then, uh, you know, a little, maybe some nuts or like, you know, cause they're making this like a dipping thing. And then they have hunks of crusty bread and you just take that and you, you just, you know, grab a little dollop of it on your bread and you eat it. And I'm like, I would literally eat half of a board. I was going to say, well, that's how I'm going to celebrate finishing chemo. I mean, right. Like- that needs to be my gift. Forget healthy food be darned. I'm going to have the butter board. <laughs> Bread and butter. And I'm like, this is the worst trend in the world because I would eat this entire thing. Like there's no. Oh, that sounds great. Right? I know. So I started thinking through, okay, like what would be, what would be, and, and listen, I was getting ready to say a WW approved butter board. And actually a butter board could be a WW approved butter board. You can spend your points however you want to spend your points. Yeah. I know for me that that is the valley of the shadow of death for me because I fear all the evil of the butterboard because I will eat the whole thing. Not that it's a bad thing. I just know I'll consume the whole thing and that's not a good thing for me. But I started coming up with some different ideas. And if you happen to have Greek yogurt as one of your freebies, you could flavor the Greek yogurt, um, you know, with maybe like one of the skinny taste syrups mm-hmm. or maple syrup or something like that and get, make it a little bit sweeter and then mm-hmm. spread that out on the board and maybe top it either with some fresh fruit or maybe like some like chocolate covered pretzels or yeah. some different little nuts and maybe use like a chocolate sauce or something. So there's you know, some indulgent part of it yeah. and then either use some fruit or if you wanted to make a savory one, you know, maybe stir in a packet of like a ranch dipping mix or something like that, and then spread that out on the board and then top it with some other little crushed and chopped veggies, maybe drizzle a little sriracha over top of it and eat it with some crackers or some other veggies. Like that could be another alternative. Um, but I would definitely do the, um, that dessert hummus and spread that sucker on a board. But at that point, I'm not going to clean up the board. I'm just going to eat it straight out of the container. So that's, I'm good to go with the container and the apple. <laughs> yeah. Cause this, you know, when you, when you think about making alter, like, like you said on WW, you can have whatever you want, but I know that for me and the points that I get, if I had had it in its natural state, the way that you originally described it, I could have maybe one piece or maybe one and a half right. pieces of the bread that I want with the butter. And that's, what's always difficult for me is trying to be realistic about what it means when you try to fit something into your plan. <laughs> right. It doesn't exactly. always work. You do sometimes need to say, okay, I'm, I'd rather do the, the, like you said, the Greek yogurt mix, unless I'm really craving the butter, butter. and the bread. And if I am, then let right. me have my one and a half pieces. <laughs> 
Right. And at that point, I'm not going to go dirty up another dish. I'm scooping that butter right out of the doodad and putting it right on my bread and I'm eating it right there. Goodbye, weeklies. Let me get on the bike and get some more. Right. (laughs) I can do what I need to do. (laughs) I'm not washing another dish, man. Darn you, Aaron. Darn you, TikTok. Darn you, whatever these trends are. Why don't we have like, what's your best veggie trend? Like, Let's figure out how to make the veggies look colorful on the plate. No. Right. We do butter. Butter, on butter. On you butter can bread. tell we have crossed from summer into fall oh, yeah. and winter, right? <laughs> We're all about decadent and all, oh, yes. So, <laughs> um, but you know, kind of like along that lines, I was thinking, um, I was thinking about like weight loss and why we choose to lose weight, and that how many times, so like for me right now, kind of where I am, I'm in, I'm going to call myself in a maintenance phase. Because I am, I know that my body doesn't lose when I'm stressed. And frankly, I don't have the mindset right now to even work on losing weight. I have a mindset to just stay on track because of everything else that's been happening. And I really, I will say that I really don't like yielding this part of me to other things, but it's just necessary at this, at this time. And it'll pick up, you know, there's, it's ebbs and flows. There's this journey is not a straight downward journey, right? It's there's peaks and there's valleys on it. But one of the things that I was starting to think about too is like, why am I even, why do I want to lose weight right now? Why does this feel like a struggle to say, Hey, I'm going to make, I'm going to do maintenance right now because I really need to examine why is it that I actually want to lose weight? Mm-hmm. It's, and- is it because, right? Is it just because I'm like, Oh, I'm going into winter and I have to have a couple extra pounds down for when Christmas and Thanksgiving c- come. Right. Is it buff? Am I doing it? Cause I feel like I need a buffer zone. Am I doing it because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do because I've been doing this for so long. That's what right? I was going to ask you, because I feel like that's where a lot of people are uh, who have been on these journeys for a really long time, you know, has it been a habit to, to be in weight loss mood to, and to always be focused on losing weight, you know, right. do you feel yeah. like it's a habit for you? I feel like it's a habit for me. I feel like it's a habit for me to be in quote unquote weight loss mode all the time. And I think actually this is the first, like last year was the first time where I ever ste- where I've ever stepped back and said, I'm not in weight loss mode. I'm in weight. I'm in weight maintenance mode right now and giving myself freedom to think in that way. And I would love to get to the place too in my brain where I'm never thinking, I'm not thinking about weight loss mode versus maintenance mode. I'm just thinking about living, healthy living. Mm -hmm. And I feel like right now that's probably closer to where I am is like, I'm just in healthy living mode. I'm not in weight loss mode at this moment, because in order for me to be my healthiest and best, I really have to be concentrating on my mental health and not my weight loss. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. And for me, I think that I've always been in the weight loss mode, you know, for a very long time. And I have expressed on a 
the last couple episodes or last couple times that we spoke that going through this journey, I haven't been able to focus as much on weight loss because just the cycle that I'm in with yeah. chemotherapy, it's, it's, it's really almost impossible. I, I mean, it can be done if I just didn't eat anything, but there's a lot. The focus is if I'm doing things healthy and really focused on just kind of going through my treatment, weight loss isn't really a byproduct right now. No. So, and there are also times too where weight gain is necessary. I think about for some pregnancies, mm-hmm. weight gain is actually necessary. I remember when you were pregnant with Isaiah, like that oh, was. Oh, that was so hard. Yeah. I did not know. And, and I didn't know how much of a mental battle that was going to be because I was so, you have to step on the scale all the time at the doctor's office. And I was so used to giving a justification for weight gain and realizing that not only did they not care, I know they, they don't want you to gain like excessive amounts, but being okay with even seeing the scale go up and knowing that it was the part of the journey was, was really hard because I was always focused on wanting to see the numbers go down and having to force myself not to do things that were unhealthy that could hurt me or the baby. You know, that was a, I remember talking to you and Ricky about that, how that was tough. It was really tough. Um, And it shows you how your why or your reasons can change at different points and times of your life. Because right now, like after I finish this chemo part of my journey, weight loss is going to become important again, because it's important for me to be at a healthy weight for my continual health post-cancer. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's just a very good practice for me to be at a healthy weight. So my why has changed from just purely cosmetic or purely just, you know, to to really wanting to do it to continue to keep myself in the best state for health. Mm -hmm. And your your cancer that you have, your breast cancer is an estrogen dominant. Mm -hmm. And what we've known from science is that estrogen is stored in fat cells. Mm -hmm. So the fewer fat cells we have, the less excess estrogen is hidden in the body. And that's the same for me with endometriosis. Mm -hmm. Fewer fat cells I have, uh, the better for my estrogen dominance, that comes down and that helps with the endometriosis. So. So again, when you have those, those motivators, you know, those are things that are always fortunately, unfortunately going to be in the back of my mind from like now on, you know, and that could be a good thing. I'm choosing to view it as a good thing because it'll always be a part of my why, because I'm fighting so hard now so that I can have life and life more abundantly. But part of that is continuing to treat myself well. And that does include being a healthy weight. Whereas before, and, and that, that is what makes me not go so as far off track. Um, you know, as I would, I would give myself more allowances before. And I think that when it is a kind of a shallow why, I don't know if you feel this way. And shallow is a word I'm not, because there's nothing wrong with your why being that you want to wear a dress for a wedding mm-hmm. or you want to go on vacation and, you know, wow someone. There's nothing wrong with that. I just don't know in terms of long-term how yeah. much it makes it continually sustainable. Yeah. Have you ever had a shallow or a shallow why? Absolutely. That you were able to use to make longer term success? No. Um, actually, now that now that you say that, because I'm running it through the filter of like, why am I choosing to lose weight? And when I when I first when I first joined WW, I was going to be going on a cruise. And I knew that I wanted to feel better about going on the cruise than where I was then. I knew I wouldn't lose all the weight that I wanted to lose by then, but I at least wanted to lose something. But that was, 
you know, the messages that we were always handed to so, so picture this, you know, a little over 10 years ago was dress, you know, lose 10 pounds in time for summer, right? Like it's always that kind of messaging. It's like, okay, well this cruise, I'm going to lose 10 pounds before the cruise type of a thing. But the reality was for me that really my deeper why that I don't think I had fully expressed was I wanted to stop hating myself in my head and I wanted to start liking myself. And I felt like that the weight loss was the first key to me doing that uh, because so much of all of my thoughts revolved around my weight and that I was ugly, I was fat, all of these things. And I felt like I needed to use that as a way to solve those words that were happening in my head. And actually that wasn't what I needed. That's what I was going to ask. Did, did you find that to be true? Well, no. no. I mean, okay. what I needed to do was starting to start to appreciate myself for who I was as I was. Yeah. And it was when I started appreciating myself and dressing and being okay with going to Lane Bryant and, you know, getting dressed, getting clothes to fit myself and actually and not waiting until I lost the weight to go get the clothes, right? Because I kept putting those types of things off that when I started dressing myself for the body that I had then, and I started treating myself well in my mind is actually what helped unlock wellness further on down the line, because I was addressing that mental issue as opposed to the, then the physical issue then fell into place Mm -hmm. with it. So it was kind of like they all were starting to kind of like work on together, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they were one without the other, but I found the greatest unlock when I started with the mental wellness spot. And I, I used to, well, I used to be, when I first started the journey, I will admit mine was, I wanted to be in a relationship and I wanted <clears throat> a partner. And I thought that the thing that was holding me back was my weight. And if I were to lose my weight here, was going to come my knight in shining armor and everything was going to be great. And I was going to ride off into the sunset in a size two dress. I don't know if I really thought size two, at least a size six, because, you know, I got a little booty. So I was like, you know, like, but I wanted it to to, to be at least a single digit dress. Yeah. (laughs) And that was my motivation. And it didn't happen. One, because I, I, one, it never over, I'd never, that why wasn't strong enough for me to say no to cake. Right. I'm just going to say it. Like, I thought it was strong, but between when the cake showed up, I was like, oh, no, never mind. Knight in Shining Armor can leave. What I found was I did eventually, for me, I did meet my husband, and it wasn't when I was thin. I hadn't lost the weight. Um, that wasn't a requirement for him, and it wasn't a part of what he needed. I was able to work on it, and I didn't have to change who I was to to attract him. But then it needed to become something different because I wasn't, fe- I still wasn't feeling good. I still wasn't yeah. healthy. Like I had always been an athlete. So it did start to become more of a physical um, why. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to remember, I used to be a tennis player. I used to play competitive tennis. I wanted to be able to do those things and to have that, that stamina to be able mm-hmm. to, to do the things that I did before. That was a stronger why. And that was better because I started to see changes because I went to the gym. But still, I hadn't worked on the mental. So I really connect with what you were saying, which is I always thought of that as something that wasn't really as necessary mm-hmm. or something that could be done after. Like it was more about like the discipline or being a little more encouraged. And that wasn't true. Right. Well, and I think because, I mean, the era of weight loss that we grew up in, that was never talked about. 
mm-hmm. right? Even when we started doing WW those many years ago, it was always eat this mm-hmm. and exercise this amount of time and you'll lose the weight. And it wasn't, WW didn't start bringing in the mental aspect until probably what, five years ago. Yeah. Something got like a lot that. of backlash and they got a ton of backlash from it because mm-hmm. we just want to sit in and we want to talk about food and what food should we eat for the low points things so we can lose weight. And WW is going, actually, there's a bigger issue mm-hmm. of why you're not losing weight or a bigger issue of why you're gaining weight. And if we address that root issue, that mental issue and the sleep issue and the stress issue, weight loss is weight loss. Isn't something that happens in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. It's all of these things that go together to combine weight loss. And also, could it be that it could take some more time? And see, that's something that I never was originally okay with. So when it's mental, right? The mental journey is an up, up and down. Like you, It's not like you just get it and that's it. It could take years. It could take right. a long time. So when I was originally focused on something by this date... I didn't feel like I had time to address the mental because I need to get to this goal like yesterday. Right. When you accept that the mental part of this journey is something that um, is very nuanced and that you will sometimes really, really master, like letting go of perfectionism or, you know, all of the different pillars that, that Mm -hmm. you know, that that could take some time. It can be hard to adjust to that because I think that, diet programs that are out there are all about how quickly they can get you to your goal. And how do you switch that? How do you switch? That's, that was never really the point is how quickly I can get there is how do I stay there? Yeah. And that's not always even something that was talked about is how do I stay there? It's Mm -hmm. always, how do I lose the weight? That's always the thing is how do we lose weight? We will help you lose the weight, but there's never been anything that says, and now we're going to help you keep it off. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. how you're going to stay here. Mm-hmm. How, here's how, because when you think about that, even the the losing the weight can even be a quick process, yeah. but the putting on the weight part is a long process. Mm-hmm. It can be a long process. Sometimes it can be a short process, but most often than not, it tends to be a long process. It's over mm-hmm. time. And these are thoughts and habits. And then you have this very short window where we're trained on how to lose weight. And I think that's the thing that makes WW different is than the maintenance phase and how to keep, how to keep it off and having the lifetime members and having them show up and encouraging them to, you know, weigh in, no pun intended on things and Mm -hmm. really show what life looks like Mm -hmm. on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really, I think that's a really key thing and a unique thing about WW. Yeah. And I'm, I would, I, like I said, I, I said it a few episodes ago, I was interested to know what lifetime members what were, what was their why, you know, like what was the thing that, and what has their why changed to now that helps them stay where they are. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, some have shared and some shared actually in our Facebook group, after I had asked, posed that question, some of their whys have changed to physical reasons, you know, from mental because they feel like they've, I don't want to say mastered the mental, but they need to have a continual thing to strive towards mm-hmm. and wanting to feel good and wanting to feel healthy in their body. And to have that longevity um, is something that is important to them. And they now have the tool to do it and they used it consistently. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I think there's, there's such a, re- we rebel so much against though the, the requirement to address the mental, because I think I really do think that it is the biggest part and it's hard to do, and it can reveal things about yourself that you may not like. 
mm-hmm. and that may feel ugly and feel scary. Mm-hmm. Vulnerability is not something that you really sometimes want to to talk about in weight loss. You want it to just be about food, right? And exercise and movement, and it's not. And uh, that's scary. Yeah, when you say that. Yeah, I mean, yes, weight gain happens because we overeat. Yes. Right. Plain and simple. Enough. Yeah. Right. We don't move enough. We overeat. Poor choices. Mm-hmm. There it is. And so it's, it seemed like logic would then say, okay, so we make better food choices. We stop overeating and we move. Mm-hmm. That is a, that is a significant shift that, do, that doesn't happen in a vacuum. Right. And it requires a mental acuity to be able to, to do that. And usually it means because it didn't happen in a vacuum gaining, it's not mm-hmm. going to happen in a vacuum losing. There are reasons behind all of those things. If it were that simple, I mean, there'd be no need for any program. I mean, because factually we know how to lose weight. Why have we been talking for years? Like, it's not about, gosh, Aaron, how did you cut that lettuce? You know, like to make sure that it fit within the, it's why can't, why am I using food for reasons that have nothing to do with hunger or why am I, feeling unworthy of the body that I'm in. Why do I feel guilt saying that I don't want to lose weight right now? Like when you Mm -hmm. said, okay, you know, right now I'm not in weight loss mode. Sometimes I feel like there's even a precursor of how we set that up. It's like, yeah, like, I just wanted to let you know, I'm not trying to lose weight right now. Anybody have anything to say? Because I'm not, because I'm dealing with mental health and I have things going on and I'm not focused on that. Okay. I mean, it, it should be. I'm not saying that that's what you were doing, but I'm saying like, I think that people don't understand, especially if you're not at goal, like, why would you not be focused on it? Right. You have to be because that's, that's healthy. Right. And we'll get, I mean, we get criticism from people um, Mm -hmm. who are like, Hey, you're, I haven't heard you guys talk about losing enough weight. Oh yeah. The time that you've been (laughs) right. Yeah. Or, and we're like, well, actually, Actually, mm-hmm. um, this is a, probably the most true version of what life on WW can look like, mm-hmm. and that it's not a straight down thing. Yeah. And there are high, like I said earlier, there are highs and lows, there are peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. And just because you're setting out to lose weight right here in this moment on this day doesn't mean three weeks down the line or even three months down the line that you're going to run into a situation where everything has to come to maybe a grinding halt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You can set out with the best intentions. Like I'm in a space right now where everything's come to a grinding halt for me, except for some other things. And I've had, I have to choose right now. Mm -hmm. I have to choose. And for me, choosing to be the healthiest version of myself while going through this is a massive step forward for me for me Mm -hmm. because Aaron from a decade ago would just be eating her feelings right now. She wouldn't even be thinking about making sure that she's staying hydrated because she knows that that actually makes her brain feel better, making sure she's got enough water, Mm -hmm. right? Like I would just be turning to the next thing, but this version of me going through it is, um, wants to do those things. Mm -hmm. She wants to go eat everything in sight. She's choosing not to because she's made that commitment to herself to be better and to live a healthier way and looking at what I don't, I can't even say what my goals are for the next 10 years, but I can guarantee you that when I turn 50, I don't want to be dealing with this. Mm-hmm. I want to be the best version of myself that I can be 
Yeah. You know, by that point. And yeah. so that just starts even with a small change of this. Yeah. Of that I'm going through right now. Yeah. And and I think I told you mine is I the biggest piece for me has been perfectionism and and trying to be able to live in that balanced life, live that balanced lifestyle where I have had very traumatic things happen that could cause me to be very, very extreme and everybody would be generally okay or understanding, but um, being able to give myself, like I said, if there's a day that I do have something that is a higher point or I go over points, God forbid, I go over and I see a negative being able to stop and to say that it's okay and that I can just make tomorrow or make the next moment the best moment is something that is a part of my wellness journey and a part of my why, because that makes me feel healthy. It's a healthy mindset for me to be able to say, you're not perfect. It's not required. And you can make choices sometimes that that may be uh, a little bit indulgent and some that are not or less so. Uh, because I think that when I start to label myself like good or bad, like that's still something that I struggle with, like you're bad, like, cause I don't want to start to feel, and this is something that I've really been praying about. Like if I were to have a piece of cake, you know, and I don't know, I have a scan and something is shown is it like, did I do that? I caused this stuff. Like I need to be very careful yeah, right now about what I speak and about. Um, there are some things that we definitely can control, but, but also, you know, I don't want to get to an extreme place where I start to blame myself for, yeah. for where I am and for what is going on. There is accountability that you can take for your actions. Like, you know, if you're not focused on weight loss, that you may not see the scale go down. Right. And you may see the scale go up or you may see the scale do nothing. Right. And a doctor that you talk to may say, Aaron, the scale didn't go down since the last time you were here or it went up. But that doesn't mean that you caused anything, you know, like those types of things are very important to me. Just a very, that's a big, that's, that's me thinking about my, again, my why and why I want to make sure that my mental stays strong right now, you know, because it's it's hard. We don't get credit for losing mental weight. No. And that's the hardest piece. Why? It's the hardest piece, but it's a valuable piece. And the thing is not everybody can always see that you've lost some mental weight. Now, sometimes people do because literally like your face is brighter, you know, because you're smiling or maybe things that before you would have held on to a lot longer, you're able to release much more quickly. I mean, I think there's, are some, some different benchmarks for things um, that are even just good to sit down and ask. Like I, I know so many people who have started journaling gratitude every day since they joined WW, right? That is key. Yeah. Really. That's huge. Cause gratitude is, I mean, I didn't know how important that was to just all aspects of your life and journey. Um, especially when you can go negative and focus on what even in the program, which you can't have versus what you can, or, you know, our butterboard, I can only have one and a half slices or versus the Greek yogurt that even the gratitude that we can have a plan where you could have the butter. Right. That's, that's gratitude. There's some plans where that's not allowed. I don't know. You know, right. How do you find those things and how do you stay in that, in that, in that, in that gracious state, that gratitude state is really important. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love the, the thing that is saying, what you look for, you will find. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. So what are you looking for on this journey? Cause you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking, um, if you're looking for kindness towards yourself and being kind towards yourself in this, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. You'll start thinking about those things and you'll start to feel mm-hmm. those things. But if you start repeating that negative mixtape in your head, like I was, when I started, you're fat, you're ugly and nobody wants you, you know, no one ever is going to want you because you're so fat, right? Like all of these things are absolute lies. Yeah. Absolute lies. Yeah. Well, that's what you're going to keep finding. And you're going to find it at the bottom of a chip bag or the bottom, you know, of a cake pan. And, you know, a big piece for me that I, for me, the way that I was able to see mental growth and that I charted is also how I react, how, like, how quickly do I feel I have to react to something? So I was one who was very, somebody did something, I have to do this, or somebody said something, this has to happen, or, um, I've now learned the importance and appreciate the importance of pausing, of mm-hmm. being curious, of sitting with my emotions, of sitting with my feelings before I grab the chip bag or before I say that thing to that person, because uh, that is the best way for me to make sure that I'm doing it in a place of peace and calm as opposed mm-hmm. to emotion. And emotion is good, but sometimes it can get you in trouble. Um, so it's been it's been a, a very good practice for me recently to just sit and say, "Hmm, what am I what am I feeling right now? Let me check in with myself before I go to that food, go to that drink, or immediately respond to whatever that person may have said. Whether the person said made a mean comment about my weight loss or about my outfit or about what I did, you know, I don't have to respond immediately. Mm-hmm. Practice the pause. Practice the pause and know what you're and, and see what you need. Because I think that even for us who can be emotional eaters, it's usually a, a reaction that happens very quickly. Right. So it really has shown me growth in my own journey because I'm not doing that as much. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So our question today, maybe for you to even think about for yourself is why are you choosing to lose weight? Mm-hmm. What's your why behind what you're choosing to do? And it can, it changes maybe from when you first started. I mean, you could be even be three months in and suddenly have some different clarity. Like Candace was talking about maybe having a somewhat superficial reason, which is great for a little bit, but now you're, maybe you're in a little bit deeper and going, actually, I think my why is deeper than this, but really exploring why you want to, to do this. And if the reason is because I think I need to, that's the wrong answer. I'm just saying it straight out. Or if it's for somebody else. <laughs> right. Maybe you don't need to be losing weight right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's okay to say that. I think it's I think it's great to say that, but it's why am I choosing to lose weight right now at this moment? And you don't have to be always in weight loss mode either. Mm-hmm. Don't tell no. people that before Thanksgiving and Christmas. I know. We're really we can be stepping on some toes on that one. They're going to be like, you know what? I don't like this podcast anymore. We out. We out. <laughs> well, um, before we head out, we just want to remind you too that this weekend is our big breast cancer walk that we're doing together as a group. So whether you've found a breast cancer, breast cancer 5k to be able to join. Like we have a local one that's happening here in the Baltimore, Washington area. Um, or you've just decided, Hey, I'm going to get out and I'm going to 
do it myself, we would love for you to take a picture of yourself at the end of your, whether you can do the full 5k or maybe you're like, Hey, I can do a mile or I can do a half mile, or maybe you're brand new to exercise. And you're like, I'm going to walk to the mailbox. Walk to your mailbox, whatever works for you. We just love for you to take a picture and drop it inside of the Real WW Talk Facebook group to share. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. And if you have, if you're not on, some people don't have Facebook, which is fine. We are also on Instagram. If you want to send us a message on Instagram with your picture, or if you're on connect, we just want to kind of see this is happening all over. I appreciate everyone who said, Oh, I want to walk for you, Candace. Um, as somebody who is currently going through a breast cancer journey, um, I do appreciate you walking, but it is for everyone, anybody who is affected by really any kind of cancer or any type, knows someone and loves somebody um, who is going through a journey. This is just a way for us to show support, uh, solidarity, and Ricky made some really great shirts. So for those who did get your shirts, we really want to see you in them. And if you don't have the shirt and you want to wear something pink or whatever, we just want to see you. So we can't wait. All right. Well, um, Make sure you can find us anywhere. Uh, just search Real WW Talk. That's the same for Facebook, for Instagram, for Connect. Um, we always post our Connect handles. Um, so you can tag us in your posts on Connect. We love that. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.